0: So, this is an official Dice of Chaos campaign. Just want to let everyone know. Um, this is sort of a ha- half session zero, half for actual first session. This campaign takes place in the realm where Phil and his friends live. Uh, first and foremost, we have my wonderful waifu. Hi. Go ahead and tell us about your character.
1: Hi. So, my character's name is Ginger Snap but she's currently going by the name Calliope. Uh, is a halfling rogue level 4 slash warlock level 6. Um, she's a charlatan, but she's not very good at lying, which is very interesting. Um, yeah, and, uh, her whole thing is just trying to send money to her family that are under tyrannical rule.
0: And Ocean Storm. She's in this campaign as well with a different character by the name of quote unquote Tom. You need to actually use quotation
2: like air quotation in the air for this character to well, you had to say it. His name while quoting. And then he'll
0: somehow uh answer you. Like he'll know his name yeah it's very interesting um the only exception to this is like if you if tom is around a group of people or uh, individuals who know him well enough they can just like imply the quote but you have to make it very obvious you're implying the quotes and then he'll respond it's very mystical it's very interesting um also
2: like people doing sarcastics like of course like doing that of course and tom will sometimes reply like that's not my name
0: beautiful <laughs> well we did it once before i know it was great <laughs> that was beautiful yeah um so unlike with the wolf's calling um campaign this is actually in person so it'll be interesting i guess indeed indubitably but hey at least we're playing in person right so yeah uh the events here uh, actually actually take place like we've had these characters beforehand um in fact, it was with these characters that we kind of got into the D&D. Now, the weird thing is, so Phil is a character I ended up creating. And what uh, my wonderful waifu over here, she was the DM for me. So I could kind of start getting the hang of player stuff. And every now and then, like, we would do her as the DM. And then me as, like, playing. And then all that fun stuff. And she would dictate, like, when Phil would level up and everything. So that's all that fun stuff. And somehow Phil ended up becoming like this weird NPC slash PC.
2: Yeah. It's
0: very strange. So basically, uh, since he is considered to be an NPC, uh, he does not level up like the other players will. However, um, I will have full control over him. And only me. (laughs) No. He's like an NPC, but he does have... Um, stats and all that fun stuff as though he were a normal, uh, playable character. And he's got his own thing. And he did show up in A Wolf's Calling. And so that's where part of this my life. So you might recognize a few things. <laughs> and a few characters. Wait, when would this episode... This? This takes place... And um, so the events of this campaign take place before a wolf's calling. Okay. Um, some events have already happened. It's just we didn't ever plan on doing Dice of Chaos. So this wasn't a thing beforehand. Yep. And Dice of Chaos happened and here we are. <laughs> now everything's <laughs> got to be tied together. Somehow.
1: We watched too many Marvel movies, I swear.
2: <laughs> I have not watched a Marvel movie. I <gasps>
0: blasphemy
2: oh no why did they declare it to the audience i'm sorry i'm It's joking. okay
0: listen everyone now that we have heard someone has not seen a single marvel film like and subscribe because the <laughs> more likes and subscriptions we get the more likely we will be able to convince this person to be able to at least watch one marvel film what's considered a marvel film oh boy <laughs> Like and subscribe to help this poor soul. Remember, guys, (laughs) one like equals one prayer. Because
2: I do watch more. (laughs) No, Spider-Man, no, that's a long time ago. Oh, Oh, yeah, I should say this. Tom was the the originator of the the fear factor. Presumably. True, but uh, we started with him with that.
0: Yeah, the um random head and feet thing started with Tom.
2: <laughs> but somehow I made the pack I made the characters like yeah.
0: huh. Um now one last I thing think. that uh Sweet Waifu had not mentioned is for Calliope, since she's a warlock, her pact is a homebrew pact known by the sins of seven. It is a demon.
2: That that screwed her over hard. That's, with 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 it's, an it's item not that bad with an item that, she, that, that That physical uh Look she chose this I even had her
0: roll for it and She rolled one of the Four numbers
1: Oh it's not so bad Did you ask Phil About that When I almost killed him Because I was too proud
0: Yeah And you Mm -hmm. know what happened We asked you If you wanted that cloak Of the bat And you said No I don't need that I'm too good And then meanwhile Out of character You're all like I really want that Cloak of the bat (laughs)
2: Well, Tom was kind of pissed off
0: with her because she was being that in that campaign moment. Ah, yes, it was great. Okay, so, um, while I speak for narration, please try not to make too much noise with Dice because it will pick it up on the microphone.
2: Oh, also, uh, never mind. I guess, I guess you'll infer Tom to speak later.
0: Peace. To bring you guys up to speed, and I guess our fellow audience here. The um last time our friends were all together was after escaping a horrible labyrinth. With their lives barely intact. Although they did get a pretty good sum amount of money. Go ahead and drop it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, you. We are so scared. I know, right? Um I just realized Oh my god, I have the name! Oh yes! <laughs>
2: and ask are you okay?
0: (laughs) I'm fine now. Whew! Anyway. So after the events of that grueling grueling fateful adventure uh, our dear friends decided to go off on their own for about a year before you know catching up back together and you know just enjoying each other's company and maybe going on one final adventure. After the uh, through the uh, one year time skip Phil Has successfully started up an adventurers' guild in a small town by the name of Belmere. And unlike Greenwood, this is actually a town, like a little city. So there's more than just like a sheriff's office and like an outdoors bar. (laughs) It was outdoors?
2: Yeah, it was an outdoor bar. I thought it was an indoor bar. Whoops!
0: (laughs) Anyway, details, details. As it just so happens, it was the same city that he and Calliope had discovered upon their brief travels together after leaving Vandalman. Calliope comes into town upon finishing her one-year time skip, and then comes across Phil in the town market. She sees Phil outside of his, of this large building, and it appears as though he's, you know, um, washing up some of the windows with, uh, with like up with his hands and then you can see another window being washed up with a mage hand and
1: she's
0: going
1: to run up to
0: him and say phil phil <laughs> she's running <laughs> towards him The copyright itself. i don't know i don't think i don't know it, it's it's been 20 30 years you don't know true Generic song. Blah
2: blah 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 <laughs> blah 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 blah. Tiptoe by the window. Um,
0: so you run up to Phil you call out his name. He pays no attention to you. He's still washing some windows.
1: <laughs> I know what I want to do, and I know what you're gonna do if I do it.
2: <laughs> All right, audience, this is. Let me not know. She's go. gonna lose more rope. Right. <laughs> These two are married.
1: So. I literally brought that up.
2: At least three times. Yeah. I don't so know. my wonderful waifu. Well, my I brain. Love her. But, audience, these two know how to um, read each other's minds. They like to dick each
0: other around. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Calliope is going to poke Phil.
0: Okay. Uh. Where would you like to poke Phil?
1: Behind his knee, because...
0: Behind his because knee? Because in case you Which know, knee?
1: <laughs> his right
0: knee. The right one? Because in case is you
1: didn't know. Is it the right one? Because Calliope is too 210. <laughs> She's anybody. <itty-bitty.
0: sighs> they don't yeah,
2: know the this height. this is true. They don't know the height. <laughs> Wait, did you tell them about your race? Yeah. Uh, did okay. you tell
0: them? No. No. I did not tell anyone what Tom is. (laughs) Um, I guess real quick, Tom is a human warrior. Fighter. Fighting warrior.
2: Fighting warrior Tom. Yes.
0: With a background of blah, 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 which you'll find out later. He's a pirate.
2: Spoilers! Yayo!
0: You wouldn't steal a car. I I kind of... Dreaming. Don't forget about Usa...
1: Oh!
0: (laughs) Anyway, um... So you go up to Phil and you poke him in the knee and he, was that a dice? Yes. (laughs) Oh my.
2: Where are so many dice that will be dropped today?
0: (sighs) I can't even start the campaign and it gets derailed. (laughs) You poke Phil in the knee and he finally turns to you and he just stares at you.
1: Hi, Phil. How you been? Oh, you're that at the night. Okay, where's the real Phil? Can you point to mm-hmm. him?
0: Points at himself. <laughs> Get away what? The, um The silent Phil <laughs> points at himself.
1: Mm-hmm. Come on, he's just going to walk in the building not saying a word. <laughs> she just well, turns on her heels.
0: No, no, his
2: face like this. Like thumbs up and like, hey.
0: When you walk inside the building you see Phil hey, and he is also washing one of the windows in fact he's making the same gesture as the Phil you had met outside
1: hey Phil your Echo Knight's oddly silent I missed you Calliope yeah
0: he turns around and sees you <gasps> Calliope Phil! no way ah uh, you know the Echo Knights like always silent right I
1: do.
0: I haven't seen you in so long
1: I know how you've been.
0: Oh, you have no idea. It's been crazy.
1: How? What? What you been up to?
0: Uh, well, I, uh, I, I'm just cleaning up my, uh, my little guild here.
1: This is yours. Yeah. As described as a huge building, this huge building is yours.
0: Yup. You'll never believe how much it cost me.
1: Was it one barrel crab? No. Good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that barrel crab belongs to, uh, Finnegan, remember? He's...
1: Oh, yeah, you gave it to him in case he died.
0: No, I gave it to him so he could continue running the wine to between, um, Nomengard and Phandalin, so Holly doesn't get mad at me.
1: Um, it's been a rough year. <laughs> I
0: bet! So, well, um, I, you know, I, um... I guess I could just leave everything here. Uh... I, It's been a year already.
1: Have you seen Tom?
0: Oh, Tom? No, I haven't seen him. Do you think maybe he's back in Fandle? We did kind of just leave him there.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) It's been a long year. I forgot you and I started heading the same direction, and then you just decided to stay in this random town.
0: It's a nice town.
1: It is a nice town.
0: Uh, Although my only
1: interaction with it was with the revenant, so you know.
0: Yeah, it was a nice town. It's got a nice little, like, fountain. That's it, a fountain. And, look, I've spent most of my time here. It's fine. It's not? It's fine.
1: <laughs> it's no Shrine of tomorrow, but it'll do.
0: Well, you know, speaking of Shrines of tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Alright, do you want to... To yeah,
0: Miles, might as well start heading up to Fandolin. Uh Let me just like grab a few things and we'll start going. Okay. I'll meet you up front. And from there, our two party members, I going to see heroines, and I'm like, hmm. Oh, there's <laughs> only one heroine here, but that's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Oh, we are getting an explicit tag.
2: <laughs> Not safe for works, folks. Kinky. You should've known that by the time you, by the time you see here this with, with the dog, the yeah, definitely, and the wolf calling, <laughs> all the explicit
0: stuff that may or, not have, may or may not have done. Remember, guys, if you liked the content so far, go ahead and like, subscribe, and leave a comment below. And and actually, you know what? Leave a comment below and put in what your favorite Marvel movie is, so that way our dear friend Tom—they
2: can of know my out. name
0: right now. You told me. Oh, our dear friend Annette here can figure out what movie to watch. Anyway, continuing on. After Phil and Calliope head out of Belmere, they head yeah, southwest and after a couple days they reach Phandalin. Once they reach Phandalin, they are sworn by members from the Cult of Tamora. Specifically, <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, and your name is Steve, not Steve. I... <laughs> what happened?
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know okay, what's okay. happening. Do this one shot date too. Look, I just well, realized that maybe I should put some more context in
2: because I have not no better one shotting this. <laughs> Tom was his own adventure. And I have not heard of this. You don't even tell me this. Our our prefer- our weird DM. You didn't tell me this.
0: What the cult of Tamora?
2: Oh no, I know that. But you didn't talk about the one shot, whatever you did with Calliope. I think that happened. Oh, well, now you got to tell the audience oh. more of this audience.
0: Okay, so some context, because clearly it's really needed, and then I will continue. Sure. So in Phandalin, um Phil inadvertently started a cult, and this cult. Is pretty simple, pretty nice. They just, uh, you know, they follow Tamora. They, you know, they donate gold to her because she really likes gold.
1: Only gold.
0: Only gold. If you give her anything else, she will smite you with bad luck. But, um, so, as it turns out, uh, because of that, Phil is kind of, like, it's, it's not really a cult, but it, it feels like a cult. It's, it's just, you know, one step away from being a cult, but we're just going to call it the Cult of Tamora.
1: They do have
0: the robes. They do have the black robes. The like the black hooded robes with like the fancy decorations. Yeah. Mm. So that's a thing. Um, and then also, as it turns out, there are a bunch of uh, people. They're all related. And they're all named Steve. All of them. All of them. Every single one of them. I will not tell you how many there are. <laughs> you will have to write these names and find out
2: they
1: were however all born on the same day from the same person
0: yeah birthday is quite a party specifically those who swarmed them from the cult of tomorrow were chicken steve two of the Kuotoa that phil had brought over from the underground uh the uh from under the mountainside from uh, the ice spire peak and a couple of new members they were so excited to see both phil and calliope after some chit chat the group ran into holly thornton and Phil's glad to hear that business between her and the rock gnomes of Nomengard have both been profitable and ever growing. Apparently, a lot of people like that unique shroom wine.
2: And I'm referencing to another thing. I should write
0: down. <laughs> yeah, it's called a shroom wine. Just so you know.
2: Hey, right, <coughs> I want to ask something. That's not, do you Ocean got the blue shroom? What do you think to be interested of this mystical other-dimensional blue shroom?
0: You'll have to find out now, won't you? Alright! So, Calliope, is there anything you want to say to Halea?
1: Hi, Halea.
0: Oh! Calliope, is that you? Yes. Wow! I haven't seen you in, like, what, a year? Yeah. How have you been?
1: Calliope is giving Halea the thousand-yard stare.
0: Hopefully, um... You haven't had any trouble getting some rope?
1: Oh no, not recently. Oh good. Um, are you still on about that rope thing?
0: No, I was just curious.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I went and visited my family for a while.
0: Oh, how are they doing?
1: I don't know.
0: Oh, sorry to hear that.
1: That's okay, I'm, I'm sure they're doing okay.
0: She, kind of smiles a little bit, nods. I hear that Greg and his twins and their mother are doing pretty good.
1: They're over a year old. Are they walking around? They're talking.
0: (laughs) Well, it also turns out that they look more like their mother than he do than Greg. He also doesn't care. He's super excited about it. That's good. I'm
1: so excited. <laughs>
0: uh, um, <clears throat> through talking with some of the other groups, the other citizens of Fandalin, you guys also find out that Sumash still works at the Miners' Exchange and Harbin Wester is still, unfortunately, the mayor.
1: About booted mm. him amount of power years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> A year ago? Mm-hmm.
1: No years. Oh. <laughs> that was helpful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> However... His assistant Stephanie no longer works there. Good. Some of her colleagues have heard rumors of her getting a new job or perhaps moving altogether. together. As for right now though no one is sure where she is. On
1: Fun fact Calliope is not entirely sure about this but Stephanie has a habit of collecting and eating eyeballs. This is
0: yeah. This is concerning. Thanks for that wife.
1: <laughs> this is concerning to me as a player.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were the DM who decided that.
1: I regret Wait, my so wisdom. she was the one you're collecting eyeballs for?
0: Yeah, so Phil was collecting eyeballs for Stephanie because he made a deal with Stephanie for the eyeball contract.
2: I have not known about it.
0: That's why everyone was like, Phil, why are you collecting eyeballs? And he's like, so I can make money.
2: Which is but true. I have not known that Secretary was the one. <laughs> Well Tom now doesn't know But he knows about Phil's eye fetish
1: There you go Annette You are now first with this
2: information too Thank you The audience knows me as the Sheltered uh, weird woman Lady Cancun puppeteer Yes Cancun puppeteer sadly
0: So Later that night you guys are Over at the uh, Stonehill Inn Specifically, Phil and Calliope, and Some of the other, uh, some of the other citizens. And as Phil or Calliope, is telling stories, who wants to tell stories? What happened to them? You wanna, you wanna roll for it?
2: Let's roll for it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll look for my dice as you guys roll in in in, in storytelling. All right. <laughs>
0: Just a straight d twenty. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Wait,
2: why don't you use this? Never mind. I used the wrong day. Why don't you use this? I got uh-huh. in that
0: one. Oh, I got thirteen. I used these little. Why don't you use it? Because what fun is that? I have this tray. All right. Um. <clears throat> so since uh, Clive you Clive, I mean Phil, won, Phil's gonna go and tell everyone what happened.
1: Wait, we didn't meet up with Tom.
0: Huh. Yep.
2: You guys are having
0: a party. Getting together.
2: <laughs> Tom's crying at the window. <laughs> he, no, no, no. Tom. Clive, feels a present, and he think, think he she see a visual of what could have been Tom crying and staring at the window at all the party.
0: Oh, by the way, Annette, I just want to let you know about Tom, just real quick. I because everything on here is very narration heavy. I I won't actually have you do anything with Tom. Now. I'm so sorry. Uh not not at first. Anyway. I found the dice! Yes! Nice! As Phil and Calliope are enjoying the party, uh, with, you know, their neighborly friends, Greg, the twins, Greg's wife, Shamash, Johnny, the half Goliath, um, including the Stonehill Inn Bar Keep. I forget his name. Oh, and let's not also not forget about Finnegan. How could we forget about Finnegan? Even Holly is there, interested in what's been going on. Phil, uh, tells the story of what had happened to him in the past year, and you guys learn that, well, by you guys, everyone except Tom.
2: <laughs> Tom is coming a boil of anger <laughs> and rage.
0: Everyone there learns that uh, over the past year, um, Phil and Calliope, uh they discovered a small town known as Belmere and that there was a revenant there, and they ended up helping out this revenant find. Um, well, They were able to put him at peace by taking down a couple hags. That was that was very interesting. Afterwards, um, Phil and Calliope had split up to go to their separate raids, but we're still you know in agreement of meeting up after that one year postmark. So. Assuming everyone's still alive. But they did promise not to get themselves killed. Phil returned to Belmere and he decided that although he really liked traveling, he was more concerned with trying to learn the languages of the world. And so he decided to kill two birds with one stone. He had heard rumors that um, across the world there are various adventure guilds and adventurer guilds. And these guilds actually have something quite unique in common. And that being that all people, all races, all cultures, they all kind of group together and they work together and um, go on quests and the guild earns money. Phil, really wanting to learn the languages of the world, decided that this is probably the best way to go about it. Because of that, um, he decided to make his mark in Belmere. He ended up finding this large building that was kind of like a factory, not entirely. As it turned out, uh, this building had been run down, and there were a couple people who uh, were trying to figure out what to do with that. They still run the building, and they were trying to sell it off. Phil, um, taking his large sum of cash that he would gotten from the, <laughs> Vandolin, uh, the uh, Labyrinth, decided to pull something a little sneaky. Yep. He took most of the money, and he hit it. Made sure it was covered and everything. As normal. Disguised it with some camouflage and all that fun stuff. Using a disguise kit. Just so no one knew where it was at. Mm -hmm. And he goes in there. And he strikes a deal with the gentleman. He tells him, It's a nice little friendly wager. Whoever can come up with the most sum of cash in the next hour gets the building. The loser, of course... Um, Has to give up all money that they've earned that they have on them the gentlemen look at Phil and They question him. In fact, they actually um, Interrogate him Phil Mm. Told no lies He emptied out his pockets He only had about 15 pieces of gold on him and he told him all he would do is he would just start singing music Hopefully, he can drive in a massive cra- uh, massive crowd and get a lot of money. And he he feels pretty confident in this. The, um, the gentlemen they also whip out the, uh, the same amount of gold. And they are like, okay, this way we're all fair here. And this is how much gold we start with.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they have a gentleman's agreement. And they all split up, go separate ways with the timer going down the clock. Bill, at that point, makes sure he's appalled, goes grab his large sum of gold, pockets <laughs> it, and proceeds to go into one of the nearby alleyways and starts performing music, just as he said he would. Now, he did end up driving in a small crowd, which was very, very nice. It actually helped things out. <laughs> After that hour of playing music with uh, on his pan flute, he comes back in and he sees the gentleman. The gentlemen, through their shady tactics, were able to get about 1,500 pieces of gold. After counting it, painstakingly, they count out 1,500 and uh, 1515 pieces of gold. Phil admires them. It's like, wow, I I did not think you guys would get that much gold. Wow, this, I, man, I, whew. I I just hope this is enough and he pulls out this large sum of gold on top of the 2,000 gold he got and he also got about 200 pieces of gold from um, the crowd that he'd drawn in and he plops it down and it hits the table with such force that it ends up nearly snapping the table in half (laughs) the gentlemen look at him and at first they're a little confused and they swear that phil was cheating that he had taken like pieces of rock or rubble and like transmuted them to gold phil told him this is all well learned go ahead you know cast like detect magic on it they did they found there was no magic and they counted out each gold piece painstakingly phil had more than 1515. And uh, due to the gentleman's agreement, the gentlemen they, uh, they bow their heads, they cry a little bit, and they say, well, I guess the place is yours. And they leave. Phil was relieved. He was really sure they were going to pick a fight with him after that. So much so that he actually had his Echo Knight out the door ready to fight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or, I guess, a
0: scapegoat. Well, yeah. Let's let's be real here. Let's escape. Good. Let's just switch. get the money and go. <laughs> um. hey, you know what? I,
2: I, I thought he would have one of those skills that I saw before. That's that is a disguise itself himself.
0: I think Phil will have that. You'd be surprised. Through so, after that, for the rest of the year, Phil's just using that gold to fix up the star or fix up the guild. As Phil finished up his story, the door bursts open with a frightening slam into the end. Tom stands in the entryway, his beard longer and more pronounced than it had been in the year prior. He still has the same old armor and his trusty monstrous bane sheathed and tethered to his back. His eyes sunken in dark and heavy dark bags under his eyelids shows has gone days, perhaps even weeks, without any time for a good night's sleep. Something was clearly troubling him, but only two people in the inn know him well enough to be able to tell. Upon being questioned by his friends, Tom tells him that he needs their help. He's gotten word that something is wrong with his father, but due to the treacherous waters surrounding his homeland, he needs some extra help to get home safely. He fears that something is terribly wrong. Phil recognizes that Tom doesn't have his trident. A treasure so dear to Tom that he almost broke down when he almost lost it to a carrion crawler. Phil also knows that both he and Calliope behold a special place in Tom's heart as well. For when Phil had fallen in a crater that was caused by the white dragon only a year and a half ago, Tom had attempted to save his life by risking his triton in an attempt to pull him up. Phil shudders remembering that fateful warning. He was sure he was dead, but Timur had given her her grace and saved his life. Partially thanks to this pale moon armor that he had put on the night before. Yeah, they're still P.O.'d about that. <laughs> it
1: was at least a month.
2: Um.
1: <laughs> you were dead for a month. <laughs> what, a
2: <day>. um, <clears throat> what a day. What a day. What a day.
1: What a whole 30 days.
2: <laughs> yes. His friends mourned of his loss. Oh, yeah.
1: And he just casually walks
2: back. Like, hey, everybody! With the Kuotoa. All 12 of them.
1: Don't worry, you did punch him.
2: Tom, I don't know. He just looks at him like strange and like, poke.
0: Poke. <laughs> poke. I don't know. Anyway, back, continuing to the narration here. Tom tells him of his crew and a brief story of their travels. How he had recently gotten word from Holly's associates that they have confirmed his father's whereabouts and well-being. On the way home, however, Tom and his crew faced a terrible storm and were attacked by a sea monster. This sea monster nearly took out his ship and his crew, but thanks to his quick thinking, Tom hurled his father's trident at the beast's glowing eye. That was the last time he saw his trident. He plans to apologize to his father once he sees him, but he has to be sure that his father is safe and well. He needs his friends to help him. He needs someone who can make sure he doesn't attempt something suicidal an attempt, in a desperate attempt to see his father one last time. He needs help, but asking for help isn't always easy for Tom to convey, not even to his own crew. That is why he came back to Phandalin after this year, or at least part of it. He had hoped his friends had returned after whatever crazy quest they had planned to do without him, and he was right.
2: Tom feel left
0: out. <laughs> Poor Tom. <laughs> Phil and Calliope agree to go without a moment's hesitation, but they have no idea where to start looking. Tom tells them that they can head out in the morning on the way to the coastline where his crew is. He reassures his friends that traveling in the morning would be better for so his crew has a little bit more time to patch the ship and that they won't leave without their captain.
2: <laughs> oh. Hope and prayer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when morning comes... They say their goodbyes to whomever they feel the need to and head out towards the coastline. Not hauling up by my Calliope, I guess.
1: <laughs> what? Johnny, for sure. We say goodbye to Johnny, the sweetest boy.
0: <laughs> Johnny is pretty sweet. <laughs> um, okay, so Calliope, who do you who do you say your farewells to?
1: Johnny. Johnny. Greg and his family. Uh-huh. I say goodbye to Tamara at her shrine. Uh-huh. I specifically don't go to Harbin Wester.
2: <laughs> Why?
1: Because I've made terrible choices.
2: <laughs> Already?
1: No, just in the past, with lore.
2: Mm, okay.
1: Um, feel free to say goodbye to him if you'd like.
2: You're saying this to Tom? Yes. Tom is just waiting for you guys, I guess.
1: I don't know. She doesn't really have a close connection with anyone else in this town. That's
0: pretty Not Greg? Funny. No, she said bye to Greg and his
1: family.
0: Oh, and Chicken Steve. And Chicken Steve? And Chicken <laughs>
1: and Steve. <Chicken> and <laughs> Chicken Steve. Always. Always Chicken Steve. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Chicken Steve. Bye. Chicken Steve reminds me of the Between a Lion episode they did. Oh, dear. I remember a, a, a thing called Chicken Steve. I don't know anyone else remember Between the Lions, but I remember a character named Chicken Steve. Bah,
0: bah, bah.
2: What? Do you guys remember?
0: Nope. No. <laughs> Good, because either...
2: <laughs> hey, anyone in the comments can say, like, hey, I remember this, or you're
0: so old. How old are you? So, after arriving a number of days later to the coastline, Tom introduces his friends to his crew and his crew to his friends he also points out that the ship's name was the going dragon sometimes referred to as Dragon up among the crew for which tom doesn't quite understand no why not even me the, the creator of tom guy. he personally likes the dragon head at the bow of the ship yep
1: ooh, ooh, ooh. what color dragon
0: is it a
2: why are you smiling Dan? it's your ship it's a bit worn and wetter because the thing in the paints are chipped. But it is a blue dragon.
0: All right. So Kali, and Phil are introduced to Tom's three crewmen. Those being Claudius, Russell, and Zimmer. And yes, I am looking it up. Hold up. Yes. Um. <laughs> and then yes. who does what? Oh, okay. So Claudius is the ship, right? Mm-hmm. Russell is the chef, mm-hmm. and Zimmer is the second in command.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just, just to make that easy.
2: <laughs> and I don't,
0: I don't want to do voices. That's like three people I have to do.
2: <laughs> Give them good personalities, I guess. <laughs> Claudius is the shipwright.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Zimmer is the what?
0: Second in command. Second in okay. command. And what's... best mate. Yeah, best mate. And Russell's the cook. Russell, thank you. Uh-huh. So, after the brief introduction, you guys board the ship and you start taking off. And yes, I wanted to rush through that because now, the narration's fully done. You guys ready to actually get some playment and <coughs> <let's> do this!
2: <coughs> <coughs> oh, I need to get out of that system. So for some reason, a ghost was, was talking with my voice. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Tom just coughing, hackling uh, hard. Like, anyone asking, Tom, are you okay?
0: It's like, Ugh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I thought it was kind of weird that uh, Tom just like, you know, talked a lot. It was really weird. He hasn't talked so much like a year ago. It was just like, and for the audience, Ugh.
2: But the audience, <laughs> like, I'm flipping, going to the sky, flipping
0: it off, in the game, flipping
2: out the DM. <laughs> but yes.
1: Could I be, hugs, Huh.
2: You mean <laughs> his so knees, much. his ankles? Because his knees.
1: Yeah, I missed you so much. <sighs>
2: Tom's just like pet, pet. That's it, just, like, just, just pet. Like, Hi. I missed you, <laughs> <Thank> you <laughs> Miss. <laughs> I
0: guess trying to still keep still the over conversation going. Like, well, music. so uh, celebration. Shall I play some music?
1: Hell yeah! Are you gonna use your bagpipes? No. I'm
0: never going to use those. Those aren't for anyone to play. I've seen them. Well, I don't have them with me, so ha. They're at the guild.
1: When are you going to play? Tom
0: pulls out a bagpipe he has in storage. (laughs) (laughs) I can play
2: those.
1: (laughs) You can play those.
0: I can play bagpipes. I know. I can play the the pan flute, drums, bagpipes. Cause I'm just that cool. Yep, that's it. Zimmer. By the way, I guess we can uh, <laughs> we can actually point out who's who. Um, Should I say something, or you want to do? I your... I kind of forgot about that. Okay, so Claudius is a rock gnome. Yes. Ooh. Russell is a is a hill dwarf. Mm-hmm. And the only person taller than Tom among his crew is Zimmer, who is a furball. Ooh. Zimmer, the furbolg, after making sure everyone else has set sail and they're on their way, walks up to our fellow party members and he tells them, all right, well, Tom, and I am using quotes, Tom. Don't worry, people. Anytime you said Tom,
2: he is saying Tom. I don't think we have video evidence every single time. Trust I mean, we try to do that, but our DM get annoyed too much with it. (laughs) It's been a
0: way. It's been a
2: day. Yeah. So so our DM doesn't, like, uh, shankle us into oblivion. We we had to uh, not deal with it.
0: Nope. So these two are your friends of old.
2: Yes. New friends. Kind of... I resent that. Simmer's best friend. First friend? I guess first friend. Best mate. Best mate. And friend. He tried to kill fodder. He
1: tried to kill your dad, and so you made him your best friend? There's a star. If I knew it was that easy. <laughs> I would that, never no, hurt you.
2: Tom, am giving you a stink eye like kill fodder. It's a long story. Long story. Now friends.
0: Yes. Well, you know the rules of the ship. Even if they're just guests, they need to be put to work, including you, Captain. You don't give me work that I cannot do. Work. All right. So, here's a list of tasks, and this is pretty much what's going to be a start of a glorious relationship for you guys. I'm going to give you guys each a list of tasks that you have to choose from, and uh, you're going to have to you're going to have to do them. Have fun at that. So, doable. You have a choice between cleaning, boat swaying the sails. It's basically making sure the sails are okay. Um, you can also do food safety, making sure everything's nice and good and not like needs to be thrown out or anything. Uh, there's also inventory check, keeping watch, navigating, and being the helmsman.
2: Mm. Well, hopefully our DM will explain this every single time it happens, because I didn't write any of those down. Oh, that's okay.
1: You probably shouldn't have the person with the poisoner's kit in the kitchen.
2: Oh, don't worry. Um, Don't worry, our chef, Ruri, is going to keep an eye on that.
1: No, it's fine.
2: Russell, will not... really keep an eye on that.
1: I was just trying to think, what would Kalaya be good be good at? And probably not food safety.
2: Good. Russell... Russell is very,
0: very testy with his food, in a way.
1: He's
0: a regular soldier. Well, lucky for, I guess, you guys. um, Mm -hmm. Russell said he'll do inventory check, and good old Claudius will take care of the food. Yes. Uh, So, Captain, what would you like to do?
2: And Tom, Tom's going to... Well, there has been a few months since re- I played my character, like many months. Uh, I'm not trying Ocean Storm because that was just a few weeks ago, so my camp, my my speech emphasis will be off. Great.
0: Uh,
2: but I guess Tom will be going and do navigation because he really want to make sure they're on stained the course to wherever they're going.
0: All right. And uh, half lane What's left is cleaning. Boat swaying the sails, keeping watch from the crow's nest. What's Phil gonna do? That's the question. <laughs> and there's also the helmsman. That's basically helping the the navigation or the navigator, kind of. Essentially, if you choose to be the helmsman, you're gonna steer the ship, and Tom is going to tell you where to go. Weast.
1: Oh, I wanna do that so bad, but
0: you're too short.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think...
0: Being yeah. short's not a problem. You do realize we have a hill dwarf and, like, another short, short person on the crew, right? <laughs> another short person.
1: I do know that. I'm also not strong. I am very not strong. I am classically weak. So...
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> um, I... It...
0: Cleaning it is.
1: Wait, <laughs> I might want to do Kruznets. <sighs> I kind of want to do her's
2: nest. I want to watch. Tom. All
0: right. You can keep watch. Yes. Tom's going to take
2: you. And, and throw it <laughs> on top of the girl's nest. No.
0: And, uh, <laughs> Phil. How about you? Phil takes a look at the gentleman. Looks at him. Eyes him up. I mean, I am a performer. I could, you know, just play some tunes for a little bit. Maybe set up some shop. Yeah, no. You, you got to pick one of these tasks. Phil. <laughs> Size them up again. Well, okay. Hold up. I'll tell you what. What if my task is keeping everyone entertained? You know, you really gotta boost those morale. Mm, thank you, Druck. You gotta roll. I gotta roll for this. <laughs> yep.
2: Ooh. All right.
0: So Phil's going to be. This is going to be a contest. It's going to be insight versus. Uh, so Phil's going to be persuading. Oh now, You can't. You
2: can't use this. I, I can use it. Oh, that's like. Right. All right, so. Right and left. So
0: so the higher number I guess? Uh, what? No, it's a contest. So I'm gonna be so Phil's using persuasion against okay. Zimmer's insight. Cause Zimmer's gonna try and look into this and not be persuaded. Alright, to get Zimmer up. And I guess Ready? mm Three? Two? One.
2: Seven.
0: Oh, I rolled Seven. seventeen. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah, you're not reading that. <laughs> not in <there. laughs> Not even first. <worse.
2: laughs> yes, this is our DMs. Evil laughter of the day.
0: Hey, I rolled a 17, okay? <laughs> that was a fair roll. What out your other bullshit stuff that you roll? on?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, what, a 19 if you roll anything less than a 10? No. Is it a 21? No. Is it a
0: 24?
2: Close.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also also (coughs) realized the reason why Calliope would be good in the crow's nest. Okay, good. Her devil's sight means that she can see through even magical darkness. Nice.
0: Which will be nice. Alright, so since you guys do have your tasks, everyone roll a d12 and tell me what your result is. Which
2: one's a d12? This is a d12.
0: The one that has a 12 oh, on it. I
2: got a 12. Alright.
0: Little um, baby. Ah. Alright, I'm doing my well. Phil also got a 12. Oh,
2: yeah. I got 10.
0: Ooh. Alright, so keep, so keep those numbers in mind. So Calliope, you'll be in the crow's watch for 12 hours. Okay. Good luck. Tom, you are going to be navigating for 10 hours. And Phil is going to be playing music entertaining everyone. For twelve hours,
2: that's so long.
0: It really is. For, <laughs> don't worry, uh,
2: Russell will give you
0: some food to or drink, like fresh water. <laughs> right. So later that day, or I guess later at night, after those twelve grueling hours, you guys are like just chilling in the lower end of the deck, or in the lower deck, you know, in the middle, uh, pretty much where like the dining area is, and you guys are enjoying some food, catching up, when Zimmer. Looks up to you guys. All right, Tom, you know the drill. It's time mm. to check your work. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving Tom like. Mm. All right, you guys. So, mm. Tom, mm. go ahead and roll one d twenty. And this is for performance. All right.
2: By the way, since since our since my character is proficient in tools. Navigation tools would that help giving him giving him extra like roll again for the future or not? Not
0: roll again, um, but it would be your bonus. So, are you proficient in performance? No. Okay. So since you were navigating and you're using navi- and you have navigation tools, do you have those? Yes. Okay. Well, the boat's supposed to have like it. Well, we- that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I just want to double check. I, I don't know if your ship's stock.
1: We left, so yes. <laughs> yes, my crew sold, <laughs> sold, sold this. Just to I, I just, I just, I just you, got to
0: double check, okay? Captain,
1: we were really tight on money.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I stole the ship. I like they'd given me the ship for, for a steep discount of zero gold. Wait, so you pulled a <laughs> <Nope. laughs> me? Nope. You oh. pulled a me? Nope. I asked for it. They look at me, they give me. That sounds
0: right. Oh,
1: it was a fear factor.
0: (sighs) I got you. Mm. Nice. Iffy. Um, So, since you're not proficient in performance, add your proficiency bonus to it, since you're using proficiency.
2: All right. D12 or... D20. D20, sorry. This is D20. Uh, Physical dice. Finally, I can use them. And before you roll it, you
0: rolled... What did you roll on the D12? 10. Okay. For 10 hours. All right. 10.
2: Nineteen. I got seventeen plus
0: two. Nineteen total. Okay. Just to clarify. Calliope, it's time for your performance. How many hours did you work?
1: Twelve.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, What scale am
0: I? Performance.
1: Performance.
0: I got seventeen. Okay. Now for Phil.
2: (laughs) No, no. He'll fill one. Net one.
0: (laughs) F, oh. F. you. F
2: you.
1: As if you needed any help on performance.
0: <laughs> actually, actually,
2: yeah, he's got a plus nine in performance. Side note should Phil voice be very really scratched like, yay. Yes. <coughs> Wait, I mean, if he's not singing, he's very tired. One moment.
0: He casts cure wounds. Alright, I'm good now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tom looks at you
0: indignantly like, you can cast cure wounds? Yeah, I've been able to cast cure wounds for, like, ever.
1: I like is incessantly rubbing her eyeballs.
0: <laughs> Why rubbing your eyeballs?
1: Because I had to look and stare out at open water for 12 hours.
0: That sounds like a personal problem. I
1: did choose this.
2: You're <laughs> yeah. right.
0: You had to blink like this.
2: Blink. One eye open, one eye closed. One eye open, one eye closed. Each eye. Like this is the SCP. Yeah, see like he's happy yeah. once. Well heard, why not touch us to heal us?
1: I heard about icebergs once. Gross. And I couldn't close my eyes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, um this is this is the group dynamic for this for this campaign. <laughs> different from our different
0: from the other one, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but so, he's only three people. So what, two? Anyway. Zimmer takes a look at all of you. Nods his head, says, good work. A little surprised. But good work. Why are you staring at me? Well, you know, you guys just uh I just didn't think you guys were sailing, but you seem to have some work and so uh, good job. You guys turn in for the night and begins the second day of your expedition. Now I get to have fun. No! A DM fun. Great.
2: Do- 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 do-
0: do- 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 do-
2: Pray for do- do- us. Uh-oh. Is it the sea monster on day two? Great. <laughs> From a lab day one of Almost the Last
0: Boss to this.
1: We need to pull a fill and feed the, the <laughs> sea monster to something else.
0: <laughs> Alright, everyone grab a D4. A D4. Yep. Well, good friend, I
2: found my
1: dice.
0: Oh, yeah. I got the wrong one. Anyway. Wrong D4. It was a D4. Yeah. Everyone grab a D4 and give it a roll. Three. It jumped out of
2: the well into the other thing. I'll do it again. Two.
0: Okay. Tom? Do I need to remember this? You lose two HP.
1: Oh, gosh darn So whatever
0: you rolled is what you lose in HP. Unfortunately, the, lations, the rations are low. You guys partied a little too hard. So you lose HP based on what you rolled. Um, Annette, for Russell, can you mark he loses 3 HP?
2: Oh, great. All right. I need to put all of them into here again.
0: Maybe. Sorry, um, I didn't get select, to print select, out select, their select. thing. No worries. I have to... Um... So, yeah, Yeah. after Russell loses 3 HP, um, the Ranger, what's his name? Claudius? No. Zimmer? Zimmer? Zimmer's gonna lose 2 HP, and Claudius loses 4 HP. Phil doesn't look too dazed. He can tell he's pretty hungry, but he only loses 1 HP. Okay. Zimmer... And so you guys know I ain't bullshitting you. There are my rolls.
2: You still suck. So hard. <laughs> okay, can you see them again? Zimmer, Claudius,
0: Russell. Um, so yeah, um, Zimmer loses 4 HP. Poor best mate. Um, oh no, no, sorry. Claudius loses 4 HP. Zimmer only lost 2 HP. And, uh, Russell loses 3 HP.
2: Right. I had to move all this PDF into my thing.
0: Despite everyone being hungry, you guys ready to, um... Uh, Decide what your chores are going to be for the day? Sure. Okay. Um, Calliope, you get to pick this time. It's going to be the same task, except for you cannot pick the keeping watch. I'll clean. You'll clean?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Where would you like to clean? There are many areas you can clean. Um, There's the forecastle, the quarter deck. You can also clean the main deck, the lower deck, or the hold.
1: I'll clean the lower deck. Okay.
0: Um, Phil is going to keep watch this time. Everyone's tired of his music. Yes. <laughs> 12 hours non-stop was he a little too much. playing
2: Baby Shark. He can't feel Baby Shark, did do 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 Baby Shark,
0: i am sorry, people. Baby Shark, did do 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 Baby Shark, did do do Baby Shark, did
2: do In the comments, people like,
1: Oh, no, please, not that. And after three hours, he sang the song that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friends.
0: <laughs> no, no, uh, he plays... Um, what is it? Um, everything is awesome! Um, Tom, what would you like to do? Okay, so what's my choices again? You can be the helmsman, keep watch, food safety, or boat swing. What's boatswain? It's like taking care of the sails.
1: You feed them a good meal, tuck them in, out bed, read them a bedtime story.
0: Furl them, unfurl Shower them. <laughs> Make oh. sure they're not ripped. Ten to the sails, basically.
2: Okay, not doing that. Knowing how Well, Tom can do it but like hmm some dickery will be happening maybe with my bad rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what's my other stuff, sir?
0: Um, you can keep watch. You can also be you can also be the helmsman. I guess I'll be the helmsman. Alright. So everyone go ahead and roll that D twelve. D twelves. I think got well, 11. An 11? I got nine. a 9. Okay. Phil got a 3. Good for him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does he do? That's the question I always wanted to ask. What he's doing
0: now? He's up in the crow's nets. Keep people watch. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. All right. So.
2: He he played Diddy a lot on the crow's net and attracted so, some. So some keep
0: in mind where you rolled. Uh, you guys work for those consecutive hours. Um, Later, you know, same thing, same sort of deal. Claudius walks up to you guys. Hey, hey. So. Hey, another short person. Yo, what's up, my half lame dummy? Let's go. High five. She gives a
1: very tentative high five. All
0: right. So how'd you guys do? Let's take a look. Stares at half uh, at Calliope. Roll a d20.
1: Uh, dirty
0: 20. How many hours did you work?
1: 11. I got that shit clean.
0: <laughs> not, bad. not bad. Not bad. Not huh? bad. Tom, roll that D20. 20! <gasps> not 20. No, not not 20. Dirty 20.
2: Oh, dirty 20?
0: Uh-huh. I rolled a dirty 20. How many? Uh, what did you roll on the uh, D12? Sadly, nine. Nine? Yes. Claudius just ignores Tom, not wanting to talk to him. Still a little shaken from previous events. Mm. He goes up to Phil. So, uh, Phil. (sighs) Listen, bud. How's the crow's nest? Uh, you know, it wasn't too bad. I saw mostly blue. (laughs) (laughs) Tom looks at you,
2: like, hmm.
0: He takes a look. Looks straight in the eyes of Phil.
2: And you had to performance, uh...
1: What
0: did you roll, Phil?
1: Please oh. tell me it was
0: eleven. Hey,
1: how did you know I rolled an eleven? Was it really? Yeah. 11? We got all
0: dirty twenties. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the devil. That face. was my hope.
0: <laughs> Yo, well. Zimmer, I mean, uh, Claudius lowers his head oh. and shakes his head, then grabs Phil's leg, pulls him. Phil falls and hits his head on the ground, and then he is dragged away. What? (laughs) While Claudius is complaining about the sloppy job that Phil had done, and forces him to do it again. He
1: did a dirty... he got a dirty 20. What are you talking about? How did you mess up keeping watch?